Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Shades of Us, The Review. I am Ramat. I was asked to review a song that takes us back all the way to 2008. The request came from my friend Emmanuel Abiega and he wanted me to talk about a rap song that gained major airplay in Nigeria and Africa around that time. And if you're familiar with rap music, you probably already know who and what music I'm going to be talking about. You're right, it's Emma Abaga. And the song I'm reviewing today is safe. Are we safe right here? You better rub the governor, we day right here. Hey, where you day where we day drop bully bully? They sell body body, you they form holy holy air. So let's start with some facts about the artist and the song. We'll start with the artist, right? Jude Abaga, or MI as he is popularly called, was born on October 4, 1981, and is a Nigerian hip hop recording artist and record producer. He's been the CEO of Chocolate City since June 2015, and he won Best Hip Hop and Best New Act at the 2009 MTV Africa Music Awards and was nominated in the Best International Act category at the BET Awards 2010. He rose to prominence in 2006 when his song Crowd Mentality became popular in his hometown of Joss in Plateau State. His critically acclaimed debut studio album, Talk About It, was released on 11 December 2008 and the LP was succeeded by MI2 in 2010. Four years after that, he released his third studio album titled The Chairman. Jude began his music career when he returned to Nigeria in 2003 and um, finding his place in an industry that was dominated by the likes of Mode 9, Rugged Man and Idris Abdul Karim, he quickly commenced the production of mixtapes with his friend Jinim. This led to the critically acclaimed single Safe, which we are talking about today, and it was a song that he parodied popular Nigerian songs in its lyrics, which gathered impressive airplay by African radio and music video stations such as MTV Vibe. The track also earned him awards at the Nigerian Music Video Awards, City People, NEA, amongst others. Now let's look at some of the facts about the song. Yeah? Um, Safe is one of MI's greatest hits. He basically takes tunes and words from various hit songs and I'll mention them as we proceed on this discussion and uh, he makes them his own just for fun. He talked about some of the songs from Nigeria's biggest act like P-Square, Dibanj, at that time Durella, um, Toskid, the likes he just really had this interplay of music interplay of people's music that he put up in his song and it was great with meticulous lyricism and spitfire delivery he establishes why he has come to be known as mr incredible mr incredible doesn't like criticism <laughs> but i will get to talk about that much later on so mi was interviewed by um, Vanguard newspaper and he got to talk about Safe as a song and he said that Safe was a very spontaneous song and that he had finished recording I was actually mixing another song when it came to him that he thought the song he was working on at that time was going to be the hit off of his album but in the process of trying to make that song um, he was just doing his thing having fun with the song he got to make Safe now in his words it was just a freestyle it didn't even start with do me that's the p square part that starts at the right right at the top of the song what he was saying was that he kept thinking about whiskolo whiskala by durella at that point great song i remember partying to it a lot or yebari but sambo but that was off of sauce kid another great song i remember <clears throat> 
Patin to Sosgate. That was a long time ago, yeah? And so what, it started out as just putting them in a song and then just playing around. And he was jokingly doing it, as M.I. would say. He was having fun doing freestyle. But before he knew it, everybody in the studio was like, wow, this song was going to be ill. This song was going to be lit. That like he should really do something about it. So he turned on the microphone and just freestyled. Basically, of course, the song that you get to hear, the final product, is not the freestyle that they did when they were in the studio, but they basically just freestyled, edited it, you know, put it together, made it work, and it became what everybody got to know as safe. Now, when asked about the Genie collaboration, he said that he never planned to feature Genie on the song, that he had no intention of having him at all, none whatsoever. But then he just kept freestyling and then he heard a side to Genie that he thinks nobody had ever heard before. So, if you had heard the original version with Genie going hard and bad on the song, that he just he was just like this guy is militant, this guy is crazy, he's powerful. But then it was edited, so all of that didn't make it to the song. So we don't know what he heard from Genie that convinced him to get Genie on the song. Anyway, he had Genie on the song, and everybody listened to it, and it went all the way up, you know. And everyone knows Emma is safe now. I said I was going to mention some of the um, songs that he talked about or sampled or, or mentioned in his song in you know really good wordplay that he did. Uh, but before I did that, he mentioned Pomo Men, Pomo being a Nigerian delicacy, and um, he said Pomo Men is supposed to be that they are weak and unimportant. But y'all, that's where I began to criticize the song, and I was like, <laughs> you know, looking back now. I don't understand why I actually liked it because there's just so much that is a bit of an irony because if you say Pomo men and it's supposed to mean weak men, when you really think about it, Pomo or the hide of, of animals, it's actually the toughest part to cook. It takes forever to get soft. So am I? <laughs> but no hating. Um, so like I said, I'm going to li list a couple of the songs that he mentioned in the lyrics and all of that. One of it was a tribute to um p squares do me then he had this m i uh, which was from timaya with timaya's hit song uh call me timaya now he he did that making sure that the rhyme and rhythm happened he even made sure to the point that instead of saying for you he said for yeah just to keep the rhymes going just verbs are, well <laughs> i'm just gonna move on and then there was a play on wind them well which was the song by ikechuk i remember that was such a party he will go to the club and will be dancing wine oh my god that was forever ago i mean i I need to find that side of maybe more fun now oh, i'm so boring anywho um another reference was to nice's hit song street credibility which was in one of the lines you know and then of course he mentioned phases he he ran something with phases colomental <laughs> yeah and um he also mentioned the band's bono feli feli um that's i'm so hot meaning i'm so hot you know the band that was my jam man in fact the band was my person all that yeah but all of these people I'm calling were the people who really had music going in 2008, 2009, 2010. Um, then uh, MI goes on to mention Durella's Whiskolo Whisker. 
it was such a huge hit then and then there was you know this the standout track on Soskit's album a reference to uh Soskit's album um somebody i can't i can't remember all that <laughs> but having said all of that i have a couple of lines a couple of lyrics a couple of parts of the song that i like and um one of it is way back then am i saying you know he didn't care about violence listen silence is the best answer not violence so again it's an irony because the entire song is like you know um i'm in your face i'm hotter than you i'm better than you i'm the best but he's not like listen silence is the best answer not violence but if really that was the case emma wouldn't have done the song at all in the first place so he wasn't silent on the song but i understand that it was important to have all of that going that's kind of beef that was going on then there was nobody shooting anybody like tupac or biggie and you know Beefs were just done on songs and money was made off of beefs. So that's just what it was. The next line I like is, um, am I helping relationships? And I will explain why. Am I be in the house and MCs, they should bounce and go home to their spouse cause to stay might be detrimental, mental. Okay, so am I says that once it's in the house, MCs bounce and go home to their spouses. This isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing because a whole lot of girls or a whole lot of people will be like, you know what, thank you for sending my man back. Thank you for making sure he's home with me. Thank you for all the love and support and all those craziness. <laughs> so looking back, um, the irony to that line is that it would have made a lot of ladies happy. You know, when MI sent their man back home just because he'd been in the building. And um, MI is funny looking back now i just look at the lyrics and i laugh and i know i'm going to get a lot of flack from this but um i'm going to move on so uh, those are about the lines that i like all right now let's move to the line that i don't like at all i'm not going to say i don't like it because it's bad or something but because it made me really laugh out loud as i listened to it again and i was like okay you know emma does this Thing where he supposedly calls them cold. Other rappers so called a medicine for the game like I'm real cold. Okay, so the point is he says other rappers so called I am medicine for the game like I'm pro cold. So the so called was a play of, of words on um so cold as against what he used so called. Okay, but the thing is if rappers are cold it means they are bad because you know if i say oh my god big was so cold on this jam you kind of feel and expect that big was savage was crazy on the jam or stuff like that or if i say oh my god jay-z went in cold yo and you kind of expect that it was a good thing you know but in mi's view that was a bad thing that looking back now it just kind of felt really funny I like the line about pro cold. It was funny. <laughs> like I'm your cure for your coldness. That means I'm your cure for your realness. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those things that really had me laughing. So, at the time in 2008 when it came out, I think Safe was a good song. It was fresh. It was new. It was punchy. And it was interesting to listen to. There wasn't anyone in the Nigerian music scene doing what MI was doing at that time. I was especially impressed with the rhyme and rhythm and felt that the song was great. Almost 10 years down the line and I ask myself, do I still think the song is great, powerful, strong? In all honesty, 
to an extent um there are many loopholes i can find in the lyrics that may question mi's veracity as a lyricist but the mi in safe is not the mi in the chairman album he has grown he has evolved he's much better now so <laughs> to answer the question safe was a great song for the time that it came out you know it was it had the required punch and rhythm and made for great radio play if it dropped today i wouldn't be over it and that's me being very honest i would just be like what now you know um but for the time he came out it was good it was powerful it had the punch it was epic and i i read that mi doesn't like criticism he doesn't even like being ranked in uh, like uh, put on the list or something and i was like please you're a hip-hop artist. People will criticize your song. People will listen to it and go for the lyrics and go for the beat and go for everything. Negro, please. Emma needs to learn to accept criticism. I, I read, because I read it was something that was recent. He was, um, it was said that he was among the top four rap, top four artists or something and he was number four and he really got pissed off about that and asked people not to critique what they didn't help make. I was like, dude, no. A couple of us will spend money to listen to your song. So don't tell us we can't critique the song just because we didn't help make it. It was weird when I heard that anyway. But because like I said, for the time that I came out, it was a good song. I will rate it a 7 over 10. And I'm going to get a lot of flack for doing this particular review. But that's just me being honest about what I feel about the song. Again, that is my opinion, right? Um... Have you heard the song? What do you think about it? Do you think I am uber crazy and completely out of my mind for saying what I just said about my song? Just hit me up in the comment section. Tell me what you feel. Call me out, you know. Let's talk about it, y'all. So, um, that's about it on the show today. I'm done. <laughs> Remember that you can suggest a song that you like to see reviewed. And I'll definitely get to it for you. Just like Emmanuel Ebiega did. Even though he's my friend. <laughs> so that's about it on the show today. Like I said. Please listen to the end of this podcast. To find out ways to contact us. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays and Thursdays. At 1 p.m. or more appropriately at 1.05 p.m. on our various platforms. We are across social media. So stay hooked. Stay connected. Y'all, it's Hugs and Kisses from Omar. Bye. Yeah. That's a wrap on today's podcast. If you like us, then like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Afrique. Drop us a comment or tweet at us about any songs or movies you think would make for a great review. You could email shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or text to plus 234-905-912-7552. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you later.